1995, Pixar introduced us to a lovable cast of characters. Marrying nostalgia with new cinematic technology was probably the reason an old cowboy and a space ranger landed in the hearts of millions. Taking the same combination of old meets new to the parks, it's estimated that guests break more than one million plates here on any given day. This 4D theme park attraction is so popular amongst guests, it's featured at three Disney resorts. And on today's episode, Slice of Disney presents Toy Story Midway Mania. an awesome Disney theme park podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Washington, Disney-obsessed enthusiast and real-life Tinkerbell. And I'm your co-host, Will Lentz, and I'm wearing a cowboy hat, so that means I'm Woody. Howdy, howdy, howdy. I would say you're Woody, so... (laughs) I'll take that. I think if we were Woody and Buzz, I would be more Buzz. Oh, for sure. And you'd be more Woody. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I'm old and stuck in my ways. You know, you're practical. And I'm like, dream big, shoot for the stars. Yeah, there you go. And sometimes you only speak Spanish can't figure out how uh, to turn it off i wish <laughs> i really wish i don't know spanish and i hate that i don't know spanish well, it bothers okay. me maybe you know there is like an app that people are using to learn languages right duolingo. now duolingo yeah yeah i'm yeah. not using it but I've, I've signed up for it before you have yeah i should do that that'd be a good idea good, I little, know. good little thing maybe in the next episode we'll speak entirely <laughs> in spanish we're not going to do that no but let's move on to the, the ride Today we're going to be talking about Toy Story Midway Mania, which is the name of the ride in Disneyland, where in Disney World it is Toy Story Mania, and at Tokyo Disney Sea uh, it is also Toy Story Mania. They're all the same ride, so we're going to talk about all of them. But I like the name Toy Story Midway Mania. Yeah, I wonder why they changed the name in the other places. Um, I think it's because of the origin of it, of it being these Midway games. Gotcha. Well, so that's that brings me to a question that I had as I was walking through this, and then I tried a very brief level of research and didn't get that far into it. So maybe you know the answer, maybe you don't. <laughs> What's Midway Games? Midway Games are the old school throwing a ball at a you know at milk jugs, right? Or all, you know, it's these like the carnival, carnival games. games, right? Yes. Right? Right? Now, is Midway like specific to Disneyland, or is that just like what they're all typically called? Because I tried to look up Midway attractions and got very little. So my theory is that it's specifically related to Disneyland. Uh, so I don't think it's specific to Disney. Midway is more the location at a fair, uh, where you have the carnival games, food, uh, that kind of stuff within. The old school fairs. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's cool. I, I That's what I kind of assumed, but my cursory level of research did not get me to it. So that's <laughs> good to know. Originally, the pier, uh, which is now a Pixar pier, was more to be that part of California's history. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, when you go, it's in California Mitchell, right? So yes. when you go, it's like, uh, granted, I haven't been to the other ones, but when you go to this one, there there are like the little games you can play. And it's I want a little in. Wally thing there. And, yeah. yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's cute. Uh, and I love playing the carnival games as well over there. It's fun. Um, sometimes, you know, I like to get the little stuffed animals. And so a lot of times I'll just give them to a kid. Oh, like, I don't that's need a good it. Idea. I should know. have done that. I think I beat a kid for my wallet. And I kept it. I like, yeah. Suck it. It's mine. <laughs> I haven't even seen this movie. <laughs> what? I know. God, that's for, oh God, I think that stresses me out. Please watch <laughs> Wally. Um, but Toy Story you've seen. Yeah. Have yeah. you seen all of the Toy Story? I have stories? not seen Toy Story 4. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, you should do that tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed it. Toy Story is such an incredible franchise. And I don't think any, like, no, it doesn't matter what age you are. I feel like everyone has a love and nostalgic feeling for it. 
Um, and something I think is really interesting about Toy Story is that all of Andy, even though it's from 1995, mm-hmm. um, Andy's toys are very old school. Yeah, that was a thing that um, will come up a little bit later as we talk through the game design a little bit about this. But it was, yeah, it, it, despite the fact that it came out in the 90s, they were all designed to be more like 1970s style toys in some ways, right? Now, Buzz might be a little bit further than that, but they're like the classic things. Now, I, I, I don't have like a real strong relationship with Toy Story, but I definitely have like a few things that I that stick out in my mind about it. One of which is I had like the little toy with the microphone. Oh yeah, me too. Like I had that, I think before the movie. So when I got to see that on screen, I was like, oh cool, I got that thing. Yeah, yeah. I think an etch a sketch and oh, yeah, things for like sure. that. I do think there's a lot of toys in there that people are like, I I have this. Yeah, it makes me feel like a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they're just all such good characters. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite? Oh, I mean, probably Woody, but I, I, I think if I did a real real thorough think through, I might come up with a different answer. I do my favorite line of all Toy Story is the I'm Woody, howdy, 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 when the shark pops up with a hat. So that's why I had to throw that in at the beginning. Um, but That is a cute moment. Yeah, what about you? Guess. Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell's not in it. <laughs> um, I love Rex. He's oh, of so course. funny. Yeah, yeah, he's very funny. Oh, man. He's hilarious. Uh, and then later, Trixie comes. The Is that? The other dinosaur. Oh, gotcha. Triceratops? Uh-huh. Makes sense. So I think that every, I think Toy Story, it's such a fun world that they built. Yeah, for it sure. It was the only world I liked in the new Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll cut out that pause, but yeah, I definitely think that that's true. Um, hmm, I'm trying to remember any other ones, but no, it's definitely the Toy Story one was fun. It, yeah, that one I actually really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, they, they have, this isn't the only attraction even within the Disney resort family that is Toy Story themed. Right, so like that, Let's get into. I think let's get into development of this particular ride because I, I I do think that that's a good place to start with that right is that there was originally a ride that was so popular that it just kind of made sense to um, continue to build off that IP. So the Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters and Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin was they were so popular. Is again it's Astro Blasters in California and then it is Space Ranger Spin in Disney World. And it was such a popular ride. They were like, okay, what can we do that's similar to this, that's an active, you know, shooting game in a different part of the park? So originally they wanted to bring it to Radiator Springs as they were building out Radiator Springs in California Adventure. Which is like the Cars Land for anybody that's not familiar. Yes. Oh, and it's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. It's like my favorite part of the parks. You don't even have to love Cars. Yeah, no, I don't think I'd seen the movies before I went over there. Really? I don't even know if I still have, but like, I just love that it feels like, I mean, it feels like you're gone to a different place, which I think is kind of what they um, did even to a a bigger degree with um, Galaxy's Edge. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, But but I think Cars was the first real time I felt that way. Oh, yeah. They're so good at really making you dive into that world. So they tried to bring this type of ride to Radiator Springs, and they just weren't coming up with the right idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they were walking around Paradise Pier, which is now Pixar Pier. And, you know, just walking by. And they're suddenly very inspired. Hey, what if we did this kind of game as a Midway game? Yeah. So let's, uh, we're referencing this kind of ride. Why don't you give people an idea of what the ride is specifically like? So for anyone that hasn't been on it. 
Uh, the ride is a shooting game where you're aiming for targets to get as many points as possible and beat your friends and family. Yeah, and it's kind of like a hybrid between like a ride and a video game, right? So you're like... This one is, yes. Yeah. Um, Buzz Lightyear is not the... Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the targets and stuff are real. Oh, okay. It's not a screen, um, but this one is. So it is a... You're in a ride vehicle that moves... And tosses you a little bit around this carnival mm-hmm. and you stop at a place and then you shoot at the screen. Yeah. And by shoot, you're really like pulling a rope and then aiming this little gun type. Yeah, it's kind of like a light cannon sort of thing. Yeah. And, which I think it, I didn't mean to set up the cannon thing, but one of the other things, inspiration things that they came from was an old Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Yeah. Well, it's not a I ride. I hadn't heard of that. It's at Disney Quest. Oh, okay. I loved Disney Quest. Uh-huh. It was so cool. It uh-huh. was like five levels of games. Oh, sure. That's fun. And you pay for a fee, but then you don't have to pay for the games once you're in there. Cool. So you can just play like skee-ball over and over. And there'd be different... There was this... There was another thing that was uh, Buzz Lightyear where you had to like get balls and you were in a kind of... Uh, you were in a bumper car. Oh, okay. And you would try and hit people's balls and then they'd spin out of control. So all of this was within um, Disney Quest, and in the bottom of where Disney Quest is, there was a Pirate to the Caribbean battle for the Buccaneer gold, mm-hmm. and you would get, you and your friend's family, you know, your team, would go into this room, and you're on like half of the front of a ship, and you're all shooting cannons at screens that have pirate ships and stuff that are attacking you. Oh, okay. And, you know, you're all having to work together to... To, to defeat the a, other pirates. Yeah, to get the pirates. Yeah. And it is so fun. You're laughing so hard because you're like, go, everyone. <laughs> it's really fun. Uh, shiver me timbers. Shiver. All that stuff. <laughs> yes. Um, so that's cool. Yeah, so they took like that and mixed it with Midway Games and mixed it with the, the Buzz Lightyear attraction, right? Yeah, and all of that together, they said, hey, well, and when they, before they even came up with the idea of making this Pixar uh, and having it be Toy Story, it was like what characters fit within a midway world. Hmm. You know, what what do we see? What IP would come to life and shine in a midway world? Well, toys. Of course, yeah. Um, and the toys are running the show for you. Yeah, yeah. So, and you're kind of like shrunken. You, you're supposed to feel like you're shrunken down to be a toy. Right. Playing these games. So the narrative of this one is like you're shrinking down and you're getting to be in the carnival and like do the, the games that the toys are setting up for you. Yes. Yeah. And that wasn't the original idea, though. Uh, the original idea... Oh, I guess you were still going to be a character. But the original games were not what they are now. One was actually... They, the idea was you were going to throw baseballs at Mr. Potato Head. Oh, Poor Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> <laughs> Who's actually one of my low-key favorite characters, too. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He's got such. He's got some great lines. And I don't like the turn he takes in the first movie, but uh, outside of that, I like him. Um, but yeah, I think they decided that seemed a little aggressive towards you know. <laughs> that you're throwing balls at a character's head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they moved away from that. <laughs> they did. Uh, so they they went. You know, when they thought of the idea, hey, let's make this Toy Story. They went to Bob Iger. They're like, what do you think? It was immediately greenlit, and now the ride could come to life. Yeah. That's so cool. yeah. Well, I think one of the interesting things about this is like, you know, we did tell we we mentioned that it's got video game components to it also. And so not only is this a like the development of it perspective, is there a ride where you're in like 
when you're on a track and you're in a buggy. Um, but there's also like a game design development side to it too. Yeah, uh, this is really two attractions in one. Yeah. And I'm sh- the Imagineers had to look at it that way as well. Developing the ride and the technology to go with it. This cost $80 million to design and build. Which is insane. And they did it twice, back to back. Oh, really? When they built it in like different parks? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because they, as, when they came up with this idea, they decided the construction for both started pretty much at the same time. Mm-hmm. And the... And so they had to kind of make a world. The Midway already existed because it was going to be on the pier. Mm-hmm. They had to come up with an idea of where to put it in Florida. So they kind of built a little Pixar Studios area. I gotcha. Of Hollywood Studios and made it out of a soundstage. Okay. That's the, you know, the outside of it. Yeah. Is it still like, is it the same like levels? Um Yes. Okay, that makes sense. That's cool. I, I yeah, I just wondered since if they didn't have the midway part there, if they like had gone in a different different direction. But I like that it's the same. Yeah, it's the same. So one of the things I thought was interesting about this is because there's like a video game component to this, they obviously have to have like hardware to run it off of. And so uh, one of the facts that you found was that it features more than 150 uh, PCs, um, which includes one HP Windows XP PC for each of Midway Mania's uh, Mania's 56 game screens, which I think is very funny because like XP, one, not a great operating system and two, pretty (laughs) old at this point. Um, But still, obviously, they have to have this kind of stuff to run, run their games. Yeah, it is, you know, it is the technology part that in some ways is still the most sophisticated uh, ride, mm-hmm. even now, Yeah, because you are combining both. I, I I would say that now the, you know, the Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run probably. Oh, I'm sure that's probably, yeah. Yeah, because it's the same kind of concept. Again, right. it's using virtual with a ride. Um, they, they also, the ride is not like a linear, straightforward line. You get in this vehicle and it you you go toss and turned around until you get in front of that screen and then it you know stands still yeah. so that you can shoot until you go to the next stage of the game uh, and then you kind of zip around again and the last part you are slowly like going across the track as and you're getting a chance to, to shoot at a lot of different at different things. targets yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense um one of the things that i thought was also cool about the technology aspect of it because this is a kind of a video game is they're able to update levels as like new ip stuff comes out um so i think it was uh there are certain like levels that they've adjusted as toy story 3 came out they're like all right well, let's put a different thing on there for people and so it's a way that you can continually evolve this experience yeah which i think is an added uh, kind of benefit to the digital side of this Yes, I agree. But not allowing it to be completely digital. Right. Which is a mistake that I think a lot of theme parks make. So that's why I love this so much because it combines both. It still has the physical funness of it. Yes, and I do. I love this ride. I ride it very often. Um, I'm competitive only when I know I'm good at something. If I know I'm bad at something, I do not care. Like like tennis. (laughs) Oof, I am so bad at tennis. I'm like, whatever. This... I'm usually with my family. I don't win, and it stinks. Oh, with who my, wins? Uh, my brothers usually. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then with my friends, I usually always win, except for this most recent time that I went on it. 
it's so sad that was the most recent time i went with a friend so you're a loser is what you're saying no i i was like determined i was gonna beat him and he'd be i was so upset and i was like eh, we need a redo i don't know if that one counted i wasn't that wasn't my best work. And then your friend had them shut down the parks. Yes. Yeah. So you couldn't get a redo. That's um, the new conspiracy theory. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, one of the things that we're going to discuss a little bit later, a little teaser, is uh, some secret ways to get better scores. Because there's like little Easter eggs on each level yes. that if you know, you can like trigger more bonus points and stuff. And we'll, we'll, we'll tell you them as we get there. So You stay have to tuned. keep listening. Yeah. Don't speed through this. We're very interesting people. But before we get there, we're going to make you wait in a line. So I'm going to transition us to the queue. Oh, I liked that. Good job. Good job, I will. Um, I, okay. The one in Florida is amazing. I think it's my favorite queue. Mm -hmm. I honestly would say the queue is just as cool as the ride. I've heard that. I obviously haven't been on that one, but that it seems like a very, like there's a lot of, like I think that's one where you really get the feeling like you're being shrunk, right? Oh, yes. Is that right? Okay. It's so cool. And both parks always have a line of a an hour. Yeah. It is always, there is always a huge line for this attraction because it's so fun and it's so good. And it's for, you know, people of all ages. And I think that was part of the goal of this too, is having it be fun for a five-year-old to a 95-year-old. Yeah. All right. So take me, take me through the queue in Hollywood, like what makes, or the Hollywood studios, what makes it so fun? What do you like about it? You enter and all of these favorite board games or toys are surrounding you. There's shoots and ladders. Uh, there's coloring, you know, different color stuff that Andy has colored. Mm-hmm. Um, there's monkeys, like the, you know, the monkeys in a barrel. Mm-hmm. I, I do need to point out, you said all of your favorite board games and toys, and you listed shoots and ladders, coloring books, and <laughs> monkeys, like <laughs> barrel of monkeys. So, yeah, definitely my top three. <laughs> I, that's so silly. I don't know why. I, did that. <laughs> um, I think there's Candyland in there. And so you're going through and you're part of the toys, you know, mm-hmm. and then you go and then where the ride takes off, you're in Andy's room. Oh, that's so fun. It's so cool. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things that I love most about this, uh, about Toy Story in general is like getting that feeling of being smaller and seeing everything that, you know, from the toys point of view. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what's but one of, there was an old, uh, Counter-Strike level. I don't know if you ever played Counter-Strike. Uh, no. where you were like in like a, you were that, you're like a little person and running around in a big room. And it's just always fun to get that forced change of perspective. Yes, yeah. I do agree with that. Um, the one in uh, California is a little more standard line. Yeah, I don't remember f- feeling like I'm getting shrunk, although they may, they may have that in like a smaller version, but it's just... Mm, no, I, not I, really. <laughs> okay, gotcha. I was like, I can also be pretty oblivious to some of the narrative stuff they try to put on, um, but still... So, and in both of them, though, they have a giant Mr. Potato Head. And it's one of the most advanced audio animatronics that Disney's ever created. Because he um, he can actually remove his body parts while talking with his mouth. And his eyes are kind of screen-looking because hmm. they move around. It's really fun. And he makes jokes with the, you know, with the guests waiting in line. I do feel like I remember, like... And I, I think I, the first time I went on the way to the line or maybe even the first couple of times, like when you're around that, you're like, is there a person in there that's like, like specifically making a joke about me right now? Because I think yeah. it's just like, I, I, you know, and I'm still not convinced that it's not sometimes. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, because they do. He is like kind of picking on people and giving that kind of Don Rickles um, humor. Yeah, uh, it's great. He's really fun. And I feel he is. I feel like you notice him more again in Hollywood Studios. I think 
<laughs> maybe this is just me, but when I'm in California Adventure, I'm like, I just want to get on the ride. I just want to start shooting my balls or my Darts wing toss or whatever or dart, it is. Yeah, what, yeah. yeah, whichever item I am playing with. I, I can't speak on, because again, I haven't been to Disney Tokyo Sea, which is, or uh, Tokyo Disney Seas, which breaks my heart. I think that probably is one of the most magical places ever. Uh, that one looks weird to me. It kind of freaks me out. It's Why? This, What's different about it? You enter in, again, a very old school style carnival way in a very large woody mouth. Oh, huh. That is a little weird. Yeah. I just think it's kind of creepy looking. Cool. But. I'll have to look that up. As someone that <laughs> likes horror movies. And that sounds fun. But even though Tokyo Disney Seas has, again, a different, what looks like different queue. I haven't been on it. Uh, the rides are all the same. Okay, gotcha. So I think that that means now it's probably a good time for us. Like, we got you through the queue. Now's a good time to get into that ride. Yeah, uh, take a seat. Yeah, and so one of the things that I thought was interesting that you found was that we, as we talked and teased a little bit earlier, you know, this movie came out in the 90s uh, and based on toys, is like the 60s and 70s. So they really faced this kind of, you know, dilemma. Do we design this these video games to feel like they're like modern midway games or do we give kind of like a retro feel and ultimately they went with like the 50s 60s kind of carnival feel where like you know the things you're shooting at are like balloons or like they look like they're cardboard even though it's a digital thing so it really i like that i do too i think it's more fun i also think a lot of those games are timeless i mean you go to dave and busters and i'm still playing a game where i'm throwing a ping pong ball into you know what look like fish bowls. I was thinking the one where you like are throwing the the balls, balls at, the clowns. at the clowns. Yeah. Again, yeah, there are these thinking. games yeah. that even though I'm at Dave and Buster's, uh-huh. tons of different games, they found a way to even make those old school games a way that everyone can do it, not just at a carnival. Uh, yeah. And one of the other things that helps you like get into it is like, and I don't think we, we, we did say at the, in the intro, this is a 4D experience. You are, you're wearing 3D uh, glasses in this yes. to make everything, give it that depth perception. Yeah. Uh, something that <laughs> each ride vehicle has a character on it. And I do like to be like, okay, which character are we going to get? And be like, oh man, I got I don't, one I didn't want. I didn't remember that part. Oh my gosh. I'm also such a liar. My favorite character is the aliens. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, I have sense. a million alien ears. I have like stuff. I have lots of alien stuff. I can I'm so rude. I even like a I have a painting in my living room. They're gonna be offended. They I'm so sorry. They're gonna Ugh. sacrifice you to the claw. <laughs> so uh, you first start by practicing. There's a practice round. There is a practice round. Just to make sure you know you know what you're doing. Yeah, you don't wanna like be in that and go up against someone like Kelly who's been in this thing a million times, yeah. knows where the Easter eggs are, and you're like trying to figure out how to pull the string. I actually didn't know where the Easter eggs are until within the last year. Uh-huh. I didn't even know that was a thing. Uh-huh. Because I also don't seek that kind of stuff out. I like, know. so I, I recently started playing villainous, so much it's not even funny. And afterwards, like, I just I played. I have my what I think are my strategies, and then like afterwards, Will would research everything. Yeah. And I, I just don't do that. I like to know. I should like to. I like know. to know what other people are saying about stuff, and then that breeds into the strategies around certain <laughs> things. And yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's a practice round. Yeah, so you're, uh, it's throwing a pie. And they kind of, the, whichever characters you get are holding little targets that move and you're trying to get that. Okay. Or you try to get the character in the face, whatever. Sure. It's up to you. It's a pie. It's not as bad as a baseball being thrown at Mr. Potato Head. Right, right, right. <laughs> so the first level is um, ham and eggs. Mm-hmm. 
and you're going to be throwing eggs, which I totally did not realize they were eggs. And now you feel bad. And now I feel bad about it. Um, but it is my favorite level because it's usually where I get real ahead. Oh, okay. So do the points like scale as you go on? They do, right? Like you can get. I could be wrong. I don't remember, but like you get like the highest value you get in the first level is like a hundred or five hundred, and then later on you can get like ten thousand or something. No, right? it's all the same. Oh man, that's lame. <laughs> but again, if you know where these Easter eggs are, you're gonna get for sure higher numbers. So uh, you're shoot, you're you're throwing these eggs at different farm animals, and I don't want to tell you my secret. Okay, for anyone who listens to this that is going to play with me, don't do this. Because I'll get so angry with you. <laughs> Great, yes. <laughs> Tell us your secrets. So um, to get higher scores, you want to shoot at the fox in the hen house. Uh-huh. And then chickens will start running out. And then there's they have higher points. And oh, the okay. more you get those, and that you can rack up a lot of points that way. Um, and then also you can shoot uh, two pigs on a fence and then replaced by a cat. And if you get that cat, the values go up to 2,000 points. Oh, wow. A lot I, of secrets. I just learned that right now. Oh, wow. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm giving you uh, behind-the-scenes stuff here. Oh, don't guaranteed worry. Guaranteed to beat your friends. It actually explains that your toy gun is hurling plastic eggs. Well, that feels like it might hurt more than an actual egg. Yeah. It, it's not. It's less messy, okay. I guess. Maybe they're like the little Easter eggs, and those are pretty, uh, those are pretty yeah, light. Yeah, they're hollow, for hurt. sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, that's what we've decided. Okay, I like that. <laughs> um, and then after that one, you move into Rex and Trixie's dino darts, and that's not your favorite, which is interesting. Mm, I like the dinos, but I'm just not as good at this level. Gotcha, okay. So, and there's a hidden Mickey in here. Okay. Uh, so this one, you're going to shoot darts at balloons, and... They're, again, they all have different numbered amounts on it, but you want to aim for the six lava flowing down balloons that trickle outside of the volcano. There's a volcano in the middle. Oh, okay. If you do, that erupts uh, the volcano and a bunch of 500-point balloons come down, and it's a good amount. Okay. So this is, again, an Easter egg one that I would recommend doing because you will get a lot of points. So question. I think you know one of the things that I want to emphasize here is you are sitting next to the person you're competing, and you're both shooting at the same screen at the same time. So if you were to trigger that volcano, would I then be able to also hit those balloons? Okay, just want to make sure. That's why you can't go from my hen house. Right. Because that's where I go. Right. But like I could get the benefits of the chickens all running out. No, I won't let you. I'm going to be too fast. Okay, well, that's fine. But also, (laughs) yes, you're going to. So you're competing against a car of eight people, or if you have a child sitting in a lap, you know, then it would be more. Um, But each side has two toy guns Mm -hmm. and then against our back is somebody with the same screen right just on the opposite side and then the second part of the vehicle is the same right and so they're like spinning around and getting different ones but yes okay gotcha uh and then the next level you're gonna go to is the green army men break those plates sir yes sir and this is where the one million plates a day estimated get broken yes Uh, i love that fact that's so funny yeah uh, so that one is really fun as well. You're throwing baseballs at plates and they're breaking. And the uh, there's gold plates that have more points. And then also if you hit them, it kind of like confetti kind of comes at your face. Okay. Again, digital confetti. Yeah. So I think, you know, with the lesson that this is teaching uh, the kids that go on this ride is go home, take your baseballs, throw them at your parents' gold plates, get lots of points, no. win. No, see, I wonder how many of the Imagineers like thought about this kind of thing. How mm-hmm. is this going to affect kids at home? And it's not a violent game at all. It's not. Which it's is not. why I, even using the word like gun feels wrong. It does. It feels a little weird, yeah. Because it's not. Right. Um, 
There is a place in Disneyland that is a weird shooting range thing. Yeah, like Frontier Town? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you oh, know. Frontierland, yeah. Or Frontierland. Front Frontier Town. Yeah. Yeehaw. He's Come a cowboy on. over I here. I am. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Um, <laughs> so then after you're done breaking those plates, uh, you do the Buzz Lightyear ring toss. Ugh. Then you're tossing rings over the cute little aliens and some rocket ships and some planets. And again, you want to hit as many of those as you can. There's going to be some that do have pretty high. Like there's usually in the top left and right hand corners, there's ones that are 2,000. Um, these aliens with cute little jetpacks. And they have and like the score that's usually posted on them, right? So like if you don't yes. know these things, it's not like you're not going to have the opportunity to see, oh, there's a big number. Let me go shoot towards that exactly. thing. Exactly. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, again, they're harder. Right. So this is one of the Easter eggs that I don't think is worth it. You work too hard to get it for the reward. I don't think the reward is big enough. I think that makes sense. You know, sometimes you got to think like, you know, I could get, I can have a better uh, odds of getting like four 500 point things down here versus spending too long trying to get this one 2000 thing that's like, I have to be right spot on accurately. It's cool because it's cool to see. If you get the group of eight that are, you know, it's like aliens that are on the ship. And you guys, you again, that's a moment where you and your rival slash partner have to work together because you can't do that on your own. Oh, gotcha. It moves pretty quickly that mm-hmm. they start popping back up. Uh-huh. Uh, so you have to really hustle to get that. If you do get it, it will turn into a monster robot's mouth and you have to try and shoot as much in his mouth a second time and then you earn 500 points for each ring. Oh, okay. So once you once you activate it, I think there's a, a, a chance to get a lot of points. But activating it can be a little difficult. It can be, and I feel like you waste a lot of time okay. doing it. So screw that one. <laughs> Moving on. To it the looks next. cool. Like if you go a lot, and you're not trying to win points, like do it. Just check it out. But again, I wouldn't focus on that. It also wants to specify that your toy gun is tossing rubber rings. Oh, okay. So no Important aliens enough. were hurt in this game. Okay. Good. 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 And then you get to the last section, which starts as one where you're not moving, and then it starts to move as the last phase of the game. And it'll even let you know. It'll be like, this is the last part of the game. Uh, Woody's rootin' tootin' shootin' gallery. Yeah, I like it. Yes. It's like Old West style, right? And you're like, yeah, like, you know, you're in frontier town in this one, um, because it's not frontier land. You got like saloon doors and stuff you're shooting at. It's uh, it's fun. Yeah. And so you shoot at one thing and then it'll kind of burst open a bunch of targets out of these spots. Right. I remember that now. And it kind of squeaks. It's like, and then you shoot at it. Um, And then once you've gotten through that part, the ride vehicle again will begin to move. And you're going to start wanting to hit these mining carts and just different targets. Then it will stop again. And you're just going to aim for the mining targets and get as many points as you can. The numbers are pretty high there. And at the end, you're just going to have one giant target that you just have to pull that rope as yeah. quickly as you can to get it. Like back m- in my paintball days, I'm just spraying and praying right exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's your uh, high score? Oh, I'm not sure off the top of my head, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. But it, it's pretty high. Okay. I don't... These people who like have the score of the day or even the hour sometimes i'm like what do you do yeah because that's part of it like once you get to the end it shows you not it shows you how you competed against the other card right and then also like what the high score of the of the day and the month okay maybe ever i'm not sure i know that there's one of like the hour or 
Uh, what I'm seeing here is that uh, the high score of the day and the month, um, but also go. your accuracy ratings. Um, I feel oh. like I can t- sometimes get a high score, but I'm pretty inaccurate, I think. Oh, my accuracy is awful. Yeah. Definitely horrible. I do not care about accuracy. I'm like, Psh, who cares? About quantity. Yeah. I know. Get all those points. Throw as many rubber rings as you can. It is such a fun game, though. It's, I think it is because you're moving and shaking um, the, the Buzz Lightyear ride. Is again pretty linear. You're just moving mm-hmm. pretty slowly along a track, very dark ride like, mm-hmm. but with a game. This one is not that. Yeah, this is like you're getting best of both worlds. Yes, mm-hmm. it's truly a ride with a game. Yeah. Um, so there's a couple other hidden Mickey's I think that we should talk about. Um, right? I don't think we've we've touched on. Oh, those yet. I mentioned that there's one right uh, on the volcano. There's like a little one in the middle of the volcano. Gotcha. Okay. It's cute. There's ones that are real obvious. There's three circles because it, it looks like you're going through a cardboard cutout box. Like that's how you're entering the mm-hmm. Midway Games. Uh, and again, it's the very classic colors. Um, and you're going to have three circles, one being Mr. Potato Head in the middle um, and then Slinky Dog. And I can't remember who the other one is. Um, but they make a shape of a Mickey, a gotcha. classic Mickey shape. And these these hidden Mickeys, I think, um, at least the ones that I'm seeing, are all in uh, the Disney World Hollywood Studios, right? So these are the Florida oh, ones. Oh no, well that one, no, the ones that I've just mentioned are on both, or it, they're everywhere. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, the because the cardboard cutout box part is you're kind of going through that in both. So another part is on the wall past a large map of the United States. Mm-hmm. Below a green dinosaur and a red fish, near the floor and behind the handrails. Oh, wow. You, st- you, you keep it up? Yeah, we're going to Narnia. On the left side of the queue. Uh, apparently, there's a hidden Mickey there. Okay. I haven't seen that, but. This sounds a lot like our Little Mermaid one, where it's like, only on this day. <laughs> yeah, but it's also like probably actually true. Which is I annoying. know. That was yeah. such a great moment. Yeah. Oh, I guess. that was so fun when you were proven wrong. Um, also, these are, again, these are Disney World. In the Disney World, something I forgot to mention earlier, the queue changed. So the entrance was on one side, but now that there's a Toy Story Land mm-hmm. at Hollywood Studios, they kind of just flipped it to the other side. Gotcha. You still get to enjoy the queue, um, but you do kind of, the part of it's outside now. Okay. Oh, but that's another part. When it is hot, it feels so good to get in that air-conditioned building. I mean, yeah, that's for me, that's a big strategy for some of these things. It's like, oh, it would be nice to relax and go sit in a thing for a little bit and do this ride. Although, <laughs> if it's an hour wait, then maybe not as much. But yeah, still. and again, in uh, Disneyland, it is mostly yeah. outside. Or the line is all outside. There's like a little awkward room you kind of go in for a minute. Yeah, that's true. But it doesn't feel like it has a lot of ventilation. Um, another hidden Mickey is if you look for the words circus fun on the wall to your right, as you rotate into a position for the last screen stop, so I guess the rootin' tootin', mm-hmm. uh, the dot below the exclamation point is a classic Mickey. Cool. So here, uh, some other hidden Mickeys that are in California Adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, among In the inside part of the winding entrance queue, spot, uh, spot among the inside part of the winding entrance queue, Spots near a blue dinosaur's left eye and upper horn form a classic Mickey. Okay. Tilted to the right. Okay. Again, I love how specific these are. You really have to look for it. Like, well, I I can imagine someone's like, "Mm, that's tilted to the right. That one doesn't count. Yeah, true. Well, the book said it was going to be tilted to the right. Okay. Uh, Another one is going to be on the screen with the white plates. At one point, a large 
uh, front plate aligns with smaller plates that form a classic gotcha. Mickey. I can imagine there's probably a lot in the like the video game portion that you yeah, just maybe you can don't put see. them there. Yeah, and I sure. love that. Again, I love Hidden Mickeys. I think it is such a fun little, you know, extra, it's just that extra mile. Mm-hmm. And it makes it for somebody who gets to go a lot, a little more fun. And even if you don't, you get to feel really cool. You're like, oh, yeah. Oh, so cool. So cool. Uh, the last one is that when you're exiting, they have a little, like, looks like a scene, looks like a little old school desk and stuff. And uh, a, Toy Story Mid- a Toy Story Midway game is sitting on a rug in a display. It's like, do you know what I'm talking about? I have Before no you go back down the stairs. Okay, and on the left side of the game, there are three ovals containing a picture of Jesse, Rex, and Bullseye um, that form a classic Mickey okay. on the box. That's one that I always remember, like, oh, there's one over in there, and then I never remember mm. what it is. Oh, you're just so jazzed. That's after the ride, right? Yeah. You're just like, oh, I had such a great time. Yeah. I'm and just... I just beat everybody. I got to make sure everyone knows. I'm pumped. Then, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, well, that's fun. There's a lot of, like, little hidden details in this one with all the Easter eggs and the hidden Mickeys and stuff, so I think that that's pretty cool. It's a blast. No yeah. matter what, you're going to go on this ride, and you're going to have so much fun because there's so much to do. So, with that, let's get to our final questions. Yes. Um, where does this ride fit in your day? Midway. <laughs> I, nope, we're moving on. That was too good of a line. Um, but honestly, that's true. I It's usually midway in my day. Mm-hmm. Um, not the first thing I'm going to do, but I do try to do it. It does stink when the line's really long. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay, how am I going to get this? And if you don't get a fast pass. Um, Is this a ride that you would not have to do every time you go? Um, because of like, it's just kind of, if the line's long, you're not going to worry about it or, or is this a, you want to try and hit it every time? Not every time, but very frequently. Okay. And it also depends on who I'm with. Sure. Did they enjoy this kind of thing? Right. Have they been on it before? Are they competitive? Cause some people, you know, there's someone, uh, one friend doesn't like it cause he's like, I don't want to work out. <laughs> cause of the pulling the yes. string. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cause sure. it is, it's, I mean, you're, you're kind of sweaty at the end of it. Okay. Because you're working. Yeah, maybe. I, don't really like I was like, I don't want to win. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just like, I can win without getting sweaty because I'm just too good at this stuff. Um, is there anything about this ride that you would change? And I have an idea, but it's going to, you know, we'll, we'll get to mine. Okay. Mine is kind of because of the times. I, even before all, you know, before COVID-19, I still am, I don't touch things. Okay. I like playing this game when it's cold because then I have gloves on. Okay, sure. And so I wish they would just clean it every time. Okay, that's fair. It just, I, it feels gross knowing that like a bunch of other people have also touched sure. the same thing I'm touching. Okay. I, so it would be to that's clean a good, it. No, that's a great, that's a great point. I didn't even think about <laughs> that. But like maybe they should have hand sanitizer before you get on or like, you know, something to, to help with that. Um, okay. Uh, my change is not going to be one that they will ever do okay. because it completely okay. changes the idea of the game. But what I think would be cool is if they themed the levels not just after Toy Story but after other iconic parts of the ride. So what I caught from this when I was thinking, what led me to this was the Haunted Mansion where you're at the end and you're going through the buggy and you look at the mirror and there's a ghost with you or whatever. Yes. I was like, it'd be cool if there was like a Haunted Mansion level and then it would be cool if there was like a Guardians level or if they like had different um, ways to tie in different IPs within the park into it. Now that's obviously not Toy Story. There could still be a Toy Story component. Woody's shooting, tooting, rooting thing might still be the last level, but I think it'd be cool to... Just to have a switch up? Update different things. And maybe it's like a Christmas time. They update it to like different levels or whatever. But since they have that ability, it'd be cool to see them change it a little bit. Yeah. I'm sure it'd be very expensive to add that much change. But it's I do love when they 
limited time only do stuff like that. Yeah. Except for Haunted Mansion. I'm alone in that, and I know. I'm the only one who... You don't like the Nightmare Before Christmas stuff? No, it's not It's not as good. Well, that's a tease for, the, for a future episode, once you finally get the guts to record it. Yes, to be completely honest with everybody, the reason we haven't done Haunted Mansion yet is because I'm so nervous, because I love it so much. Yeah, it's going to be an intense one. And it's going to be a two-parter. And it's going to make me be like, all right, settle down. I, I know, I'm going to be so jazzed the whole time. <laughs> Um, but I'm jazzed about this one too. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the final final question. Yes. You're on your way out. Um, ten minute wait. Do you go on it? Heck yeah. Twenty minute wait. Heck yeah. Okay. Fill I think that head. twenty would be my limit. There, but often it's a little tricky because during World of Color, not everything's open back there. Sure. Okay. That's so fine. It does get a little tricky with World of Color, which I love as well. God, there's so much to love. Yeah, I feel like for me, you know, one of the components to 20-minute wait might still 25, probably wouldn't, uh, in part because, honestly, it's pretty far from the entrance. So, like, if I've made up my mind and I'm over in that corner, then I'm like, I want to get out of here. If I do this, then that's so much more than my date i got to go through. So I might wait. I might skip it. Really? 10-minute, I would probably do it. But It's just so fun. Yeah, it's a good one. And I feel like everyone afterwards is like, energized it just really it gets people pumped to do the next thing okay even though it's not a thrill attraction i think it has the same effects of a thrill attraction yeah i like it it's a good one yeah well check out toy story mania or slash toy story midway mania depending on where you are depending on your location when the parks open up again if they ever do i don't know (laughs) there we'll see we'll see what happens Mm -hmm. um uh thank you so much for listening to Slice of Disney, the Toy Story Midway Mania edition. Uh, Make sure to like and subscribe and tell all of your friends and family about how much fun you're having listening to us talk about Disney. Follow us on all of our social media accounts. So we have Instagram and Facebook at Slice of Disney and on Twitter at Slice underscore of underscore Disney. Rate, review, subscribe, um, wherever you listen to podcasts, share with a friend, um, listen to this while you're waiting in line to get on Toy Story Mania when it opens. Find those hidden Mickeys. Yeah, and send us a message. Let us know um, what your high score is, and we'll uh, keep track. Ooh, yeah, don't beat mine, but we though. need we need photo proof, just, though, because I, I can't just like... Yeah, psh, otherwise, it did really happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wonder if this is a game you could practice at home. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. You know, why uh, would you do it? I don't this know. Would, but. This would be a little hard to do a digital version of. So really got to wait for that real thing. Unless you like can repurpose an old like duck hunt controller. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That'd be tight. That would be really cool. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to Slice of Disney. Key bye.